Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena, and I am so happy you are here today. On this episode, we're getting down into it. In segment one, what's happening now segment, I'm giving you my reaction to A Wrinkle in Time. We're going to discuss the murder of Brazilian councilwoman, Muriel Franco, and the intersection of politics, power, and black women who speak out. In the self-care segment, I want to continue the conversation on purpose. So we're taking it one step further and talking about activating purpose in your life by doing the work. Yes, yes. Finally, in Black Excellence, I want to spotlight tennis superstar Serena Williams for all of her humanitarian work and fight for medical equality. No friend host this week, so grab your tea and let's talk. Segment one. What's happening now? Okay, first thing first, y'all. Beyonce, the queen, announced the On The Run tour on Instagram and Facebook, reminding all of us that we should have a special saving account just for B. Just two days later, on March 14th, the tickets went on pre-sale for the Beehive and on sale for the public on March 19th. The tour hit several U.S. cities and Europe, ranging from $25 to about $400 a pop. B didn't come to play with the short notice. She gave the girls to get the tickets a little bit of time. <laughs> we already know it was sell out in due time. Just trying to understand why Jay must be there. I mean... I guess his sets can be the interludes for those water and bathroom breaks. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you grab your ticket. I plan to get mine for one of the cities here in the U.S. It's time for all of us to get in formation. All right. So let's stay with pop culture for just a little bit longer. I saw Wrinkle in Time opening weekend and oh my God, I loved it. The imagery was beautiful. The acting was great. It spoke to my inner 10-year-old nerdy girl in such a powerful and remarkable way. It was important to see this movie, which is great in teaching us all that we should be comfortable and confident in who we are, flaws and all, and see the greatness in each of us. That's how we keep love at the center and make the world better. Ava DuVernier did such a great job with this film. 
and we can talk about her video before the film start where she expresses gratitude to all who came to watch like what we never have something like this from any other director I seriously live I truly love when people purely express gratitude and I myself try to do it often I can feel the realness the authenticity in her words and was grateful to have the opportunity to see and support such a film by the way, did I mention that A Wrinkle in Time was able to hold the number two spot for the opening weekend? It was the first time ever where the number one and number two films in the country, in the country, were directed by black filmmakers. Come on, Jesus. Progress is being made. We got to keep it up, people. Let's keep doing it. We can take. No, we should take. No, we must take our seat at the table. Bring your lawn chair, pull it up and have a seat. As our sister said, Shirley Chisholm, you deserve it. We deserve it. I am beside myself excited with all that is happening. Speaking of some great things happening in our community, we are seeing more of our wealthier counterparts, especially in entertainment and sports, who are working on helping the black communities and building them up. Diddy did an interview with GQ recently and discussed his desire to see the black community thriving and breaking out of economic despair. He discussed some work that him and Jay-Z have been discussing on ways to help black communities. Diddy stated that it's time for us to charge for what we have. I don't disagree with any of this and said that he he was put here to inspire. It will work to help his community, stating he wants to, quote, be an unapologetic warrior for black culture, end quote. He's working on an app right now to help people find black businesses in the communities they are so they are in so they can patronize those businesses um, as an entrepreneur business owner I'm here for that but I will say that there are a lot of people out there with that app right now and a lot of great apps already doing that so I don't see the point of Jay-Z and Diddy doing such an app I think it would be better um, service to the community for them to actually fund do some venture capitalist type funding for apps developed by um, black people in the black communities. That to me is probably a better way for them to use such a resource. That's just me though. I support any and all efforts, honestly, to economically empower the black community by circulating money through our businesses via patronization. Along that same line, Jay-Z's Rock Nation just announced a multi- a million dollar funding for App Promise that focuses on ending mass incarceration by offering an alternative to imprisonment for those who can't afford bail. The app, Promise, helps its users stay on top of court dates, drug testing, uh, things like that to ensure they don't miss anything that can result in their imprisonment for failure to appear. Obviously, criminalization of the black body is something as old as time in America. So it makes sense that uh, Jay would like um, like to do some funding here and help companies that are working to change one of the systems that is one of the biggest causes of harm to black families, especially in impoverished areas. Mass incarceration is definitely one of the areas of social reform that we all have on our list. Innovative solutions are needed and this app, Promise, is providing an option in that area. So again, it's another great opportunity for those who are very wealthy to use their money to empower um, innovation within our communities by funding such apps. Rapper uh, Vic Mensa also seeing a need to help his community launch an initiative to help Chicago kids affected by violence in their communities to better process trauma. 
Save Money, Save Lives, uh, launched by Vic Menta, will operate with two arms. The first being Street Medic, which will train first responders and adding mental health professionals to at-risk schools. What a wonderful idea. I've been advocating for this in local schools here in the St. Louis area um, because we actually have... uh, a great need for that here as well as most communities of color do. And the second arm of Save Money, Save Lives is Universe, which will serve as a mentorship program for black and indigenous youth. That's so awesome. Seriously, I am so proud of all the entertainers who are coming out. Uh, shout out to Chance the Rapper and Colin Kaepernick because they're also doing great things. All these folks here are really investing back into their communities. It is just so freaking amazing. There have been many organizations and people in business and other areas focusing on helping our community. So it's great to see that athletes and entertainers are joining in and creating some solid programs that can truly be transformative. As I stated in the last episode, I believe the best way for black communities and underserved communities as a whole can begin to thrive is through our investments in resources, time and innovative techniques that are sustainable and scalable. We have to get creative and do things differently. Changing government and institutionalized racism that affects our groups negatively takes time. So while we're fighting it in legislature and focusing on changing policies, we have to also institute systems, programs, and tools to help transform our communities now. We have many organizations who are doing great work, NAACP, um, we have uh, the National Urban League, color of change so many great organizations who are already doing the work it's just time we help them out and build on the work by utilizing all of our talents collectively together to make change happen from reimagining education to entrepreneurship job creation trainings tech informing our own narrative in media and being fully present and supportive in the arts we have much we can do and are capable of doing I am definitely working on some things to help make an impact and help our communities thrive in a new, sustainable way. Speaking of making an impact, so today is the day millions, literally millions of people across the country and the world are taking a stand against gun violence in the march for our lives. I pushed back recording of this podcast to be able to hear some of the student activists speak out about gun violence and the need for gun reform from Parkland to Chicago to Las Vegas to see all of those impacted and affected by gun violence, speaking up and speaking out about the change we so gravely need in this country just literally made me so happy. I am hopeful because of the enthusiasm of these kids, their message, the tenacity and the intersectionality of the movement. They are not just talking about school shootings, but shootings in communities, shootings at movie theaters, concerts, and everywhere else that gun violence has rocked the lives of many. As someone who grew up in an area wrecked with gun violence, seeing people get shot before I turned five, being awakened from your sleep to get on the floor because of shootouts, seeing Columbine play out while in middle school on TV as kids run from a school, being in college when Virginia Tech shooting happened, I understand their pain. I am so proud of them saying enough is enough and fighting for the change we need. It is time to end gun violence and police brutality of black and brown people. It's time for a change. It's time to end senseless killings. 
I'm following the lead of these youth and will make sure every politician who won't put our lives before their guns are voted out of every legislator at every level. We can do it together. Follow the lead of our kids and let's force the change. Before I move on, I want to share a clip from one of the most powerful speakers at today's DC March for Our Lives event. Her, uh, it is 11-year-old Naomi Waddler. Carter led a walk out at our elementary school on the 14th. We walked out. We walked out for 18 minutes, adding a minute to honor Cortland Arrington, an African American girl who was the victim of gun violence in her school in Alabama after the Parkland shooting. I am here today to represent Cortland Arrington. I am here today to represent Hadia Pendleton. I. I am here today to represent Tiana Thompson, who at just 16 was shot dead in her home here in Washington, D.C. I am here today to acknowledge and represent the African-American girls whose stories don't make the front page of every national newspaper. Whose stories don't lead on the evening news. I represent the African-American women who are victims of gun violence, who are simply statistics instead of vibrant, beautiful girls that pull up potential. It is my privilege to be here today. I am indeed full of privilege. My voice has been heard. I am here to acknowledge their stories, to say they matter, to say their names, because I can, and I was asked to be. For far too long, these names, these black girls and women, have been just numbers. I'm here to say, never again for those girls, too. I am here to say that everyone should value those girls, too. People have said that I am too young to have these thoughts on my own. that I am a tool of some nameless adult. It's not true. My friends and I might still be 11, and we might still be in elementary school, but we know. We know life isn't equal for everyone, and we know what is right and wrong. that we stand in the shadow of the Capitol, and we know that we have seven short years until we, too, have the right to vote. So I'm here today to honor the words of Toni Morrison. If, if there is a, a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, you must be the one to write it. to join me in telling the stories that aren't told. To honor the girls, the women of color who were murdered at disproportionate rates in this nation. I urge each of you to help me write the narrative for this world and understand so that these girls and women are never forgotten. Thank you.
very, very powerful speech. Naomi Wadler, 11 years old. Speaking of gun violence and the fight, I have to take a moment to honor a woman who fought for Brazilians who are disenfranchised. That woman, who was working hard on behalf of the people, but unfortunately was more than likely assassinated for her work in Brazil, was City Councilor Marielle Franco. Marielle Franco was murdered in a targeted assassination a week ago in Brazil. After being resoundly elected to her role as city councilor, activist Marielle Franco was working to help her community, her favelas. She was focused on fighting back against the police state that she witnessed in her community that resulted in black people being murdered by the police, similar to what has been happening here in the States. Not only was she strong against police killings, but Franco was a black gay single mom who fought tirelessly for the poor. She has been a powerful force against the majority white male power structure that makes up the Brazilian government. Sounds familiar, right? She was the voice that so many wanted, needed and deserved. Her voice was silenced that fateful night. She left the black women who were changing power structure event when her car was riddled with bullets. However, she left many echoes in the voices of everyone who has been lifting up her name, tapping into her spirit, and resoundly amplifying her story and her message. Franco may have departed from this land physically, but her spirit lives on in all of us who will continue her work, not only in Brazil, but around the world. Continue the fight for the right to life, equality, freedom, and access for all. We must do it in the name of Mario Franco. We must fight on. Segment two, self-care. to really pray on what I wanted to discuss for this episode's self-care segment. I wanted to make sure it would be something you needed to hear to help draw out of you what God put in you. And God delivered a message for me to give to you. (laughs) In this episode, I want to talk about uh, doing purposeful work, doing the work. I talked in the last episode about tapping into purpose, your purpose. Now it's time for us to do the work. Working in purpose requires getting down and dirty. It's like gardening. In order to see something grow, to see it manifests, you first have to get in the dirt and plant the seed. Gardening requires having the proper tools ready, getting down on the ground in a humbling position, and digging deep to put in what would be prepped for growth. I hope you take heed to the advice I give. I gave in the last episode um, to find out what your purpose is. If not, make sure you check out episode 21. Now it's time for us to get to work. Purpose requires work. Work leads to impact. So let's get ready and do our purpose-filled work. So what do we need to do? Number one, get your tools. You have to do the research. Preparation is key. You have an idea of what your purpose is, but now you want to know where to start. Do some research. Find out who is doing something similar. 
what is happening in that area that you were called to. The more you understand about the situation, the more powerful your impact will be. Whatever your purpose is, whether it's empowering women entrepreneurs to doing work to combat education inequality, understanding the current state is important to help start up your creativity and developing the ideas to come to the table with more innovative ideas. Research will help you cultivate your message, your mission, and your movement and purpose. Number two, you got to create your message. Once you know what your purpose is, you have to have a message that aligns with it. It'll come easier to you than you think because it is innate to you. It's something that was already in you. And since you did the work in step one to research and learn more, you can better craft the message that you want to you want to be your rallying cry for your purpose. You need a clear, concise message that defines you, defines your purpose, defines your why. Cultivate the message. Number three, build your platform. Get a digital platform going. It's important to have a voice in the area of your purpose. Use your social media, website, blog, podcast, YouTube videos, whatever to start getting your message out to the masses. Digital media has been one of the most, uh, one of the best things that we've been given to be able to reach not just across town with our message, but across the world. We can easily begin to discuss our work, show our work, and deliver a message that transforms and impacts. Not only can we share our purposeful work on a digital platform, but we can interact with others who are doing the same or something similar. Connection is key to amplification and power building. So build your platform. Number four, grind. Put in work. Get to it. And like Nike say, just do it. You got to do the work. Whatever that is for you and your purpose. Are you called to help end hunger in the world? Guess what? You need to be doing just that, working with organizations that are um, helping feed those who are experiencing extreme hunger. Maybe it's at your local level, meaning you working to ensure families have access to fresh, healthy, nutritious foods at all times. Working with a pantry, starting a program that feeds those who are without launching a community garden. Maybe it's at the international level and you're helping eradicate hunger in South Sudan or feeding refugee communities. Maybe your purpose is linked to technology. It can be an app that you create to entertain, to educate, to empower. And you can take that a step forward and and link it to something greater like helping people in underserved communities learn how to code and design apps. Our purpose goes beyond our own personal success, but it's also stretching out to others. When you know your purpose and dig into it to learn more through research, doing the work is where the power comes into place. The power of transforming lives, the power of impacting the world, the power of making a difference. A change starts with you. We all have the ability to transform the world at any level in any capacity. Don't be afraid to do the work you were created to do. Get out of your comfort zone and just get to work. As you work in it, you'll feel enriched by the experienced. You'll feel humbled and you'll see the impact. Purposeful impact is what it's all about. So that's four steps in doing the work. Purposeful work. Purpose-filled work. Purposefully impactful work. Get to it. Do the work. Follow the plan. Jump into action. We can change the world. We build the, we can build the communities we want. We can empower one another. We can be successful in any way we define success for ourselves. We are the change makers. So make the change and get to work. 
Segment three, Black Excellence. So we all know Serena Williams, the best tennis player who have ever stepped foot on a court, period. No question. Don't at me. But I want to talk about what she's doing off the court that is just as amazing. So Serena Williams is a true humanitarian in every way of the word. She has been a goodwill ambassador for UNICEF since 2011, most notably working with building schools schools in the Asian Pacific area. Not only is she helping build schools there, but she's also building schools in Africa. She's been going back to her roots and building schools there to help ensure children there are given an opportunity and education to advance their lives and that of their families. Understand that we are all here to help one another. Serena's doing the work and showing us what a true humanitarian role model is. She has her own foundation, the Serena Williams Fund, and supports that of many of her friends, such as the Holly Rod Foundation, started by Holly Robinson Pete and her husband, Eva Longoria's Foundation, Elton John's AIDS Foundation, and Common Ground Foundation, started by rapper and actor Common. She didn't stop there. After going through her own postpartum health scare, after giving birth to her daughter, Alexis, Alexis Ohanian, Serena realized just how bad medical inequality is in America. When she began suffering shortness of breath during her hospital stay, as someone who has had a history of pulmonary embolism, blood clots, she walked to the nursing station and requested a CT scan and heparin blood thinner. Her nurse thought it was the pain meds confusing her. Uh, basically, was just like, Mm-mm. she finally sent her for an ultrasound that revealed nothing, obviously. So Serena again asked for the CT scan. After receiving the scan, a few small blood clots were found in her lungs. Serena realized that her own asking and pushing is the only thing that saved her life. The medical staff did not believe her, like they don't believe a lot of black people when they interact with medical professionals. Since then, she has been on a crusade to give a voice to the voiceless and shed a light on the medical community. With black women having the highest death rate in the country, higher than that of developing nations, when it comes to death and or dying during or after childbirth, Serena understands how urgent this call needs to be. I am so glad she's shedding a light on this and hope it begins to change some minds and some acts in the medical community. Many lives depend on it. With that being said, my Black Excellence honoree is a force on and off the court, Miss Serena Williams. Well, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. It's been a great episode. From the amazing activism of our youth organizers from Parkland, Chicago, Baltimore, and beyond, rallying the world behind them to end gun violence, to the death of a woman who truly could have been an icon of theirs, Marielle Franco. They are all a true, true testament of working and walking in purpose in the What's Happening Now segment. In self-care, I dove deep into what it means for you to do your purposeful work and jumping into action to transform the world with four steps to impact. Finally, in Black Excellence, talking about the tireless work of tennis superstar Serena Williams. Each segment touched on the work, purposeful work, how it's being done and how you can do yours. It's time. If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook. The link will be in the show notes. 
follow me, Sheena, your host on Instagram and Twitter at Sheena D1. That's S-H-E-E-N-A, the letter D and the number one. Like the show, subscribe and share with family and friends. Continue the conversation from the show. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember the best life is beautifully complicated. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.